In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. A couple of observations about the life and circumstances of St. Raphael. St. Raphael found himself in this country as a very well-educated man, obviously providentially educated in multiple languages so that he could minister to the immigrants who were here, the Orthodox immigrants. He found himself the pastor of a Syrian community in New York, but as a priest needing to travel all across the country to take care of people who had no priest. On his journeys as a priest and as a bishop, he brought people together in different areas and started 30 churches. The people were there, they just needed to be organized, right? Somebody needed to be put in charge. They needed some lectionary, they needed something liturgical, they needed some guidance, right? And he was able to provide that for them. As a bishop, he was able to ordain priests and have them serve the community. So he takes the scattered flock and he brings them together so that they can worship God. And I want you to think about the people in those circumstances. For example, the first priest that St. Raphael ordained was in Kearney, Nebraska. Imagine being in Kearney, Nebraska. I, like, I, have, I have to believe there aren't, it's not a hub of immigration, right? Of Middle Eastern immigration. So you've got people in New York, you've got people in L.A. and San Francisco, both coasts, right? Or maybe they come in a little bit to the Midwest. And now here in Kearney, Nebraska, there's a community of people who need a priest. But imagine not having a priest for many, many years. And, and not only not having a priest. I know this parish went through many times where there were between priests and many years with reader services and whatever. But... There were priests in the area. Like, it's not that you never saw a priest here. Imagine going five, six, ten years without seeing a priest and trying to hold on to your faith and worship God in those circumstances. That is a very daunting challenge. And we see that same thing here in Alaska with St. Innocent, St. Yaakov Netzvatov, right? And, and we have 100 OCA churches here in Alaska and like 25 priests, right? So there are many churches that don't see a priest for a long time. Those circumstances are very difficult. And think about how joyful it would be to have somebody come into town and to be able to gather in someone's living room for a liturgy. And if that priest who came in and served liturgy said, hey, I really need you people to pool your money together and find a building where you can worship permanently and invite your neighbors into, I think you'd probably take that pretty seriously. Especially if he said, I will do everything I can to get you a priest as soon as possible. But you have to do your part. You have to do your part. Now, here, thank God, we have a beautiful church building. 
albeit a little smaller than we need on most days, but hey, today it's perfect. <laughs> we have a priest. We have the opportunity for services all the time. And really the question we need to ask ourselves is, how often do we take that for granted? And how often do we not appreciate the gift that God has given us here in this community to worship Him at every opportunity? When there's a crisis to call and have a visit, when there's a sin to come to confession, when there's a feast day to come to church, right? We often take it for granted. So I just want to plant that idea. Think about those people who lived hundreds of miles from any Orthodox clergyman and didn't see them for a long, long time. And then think about what we have here. I mean, even if you don't like me, there's a priest in Wasilla that you can go talk to. Like, that is a gift. It is a gift that we can work together in this way. And regarding St. Raphael, these readings from John in Orthros and in Liturgy, uh, obviously point to Christ the Good Shepherd and St. Raphael was a bishop who was serving in the place of Christ and he himself was a good shepherd to his people. But there is a line in the Gospel reading where Christ says, um, I came, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Abundantly. So elsewhere in the Gospels, Christ says, you will know a tree by its fruit. And so if what you end up with is chaos and destruction and enmity, anger, vengeance, envy, then the tree is not bearing good fruit and that is not a good shepherd to follow. Right? But if you follow Christ, you will have life and have it abundantly. That doesn't mean this isn't the prosperity gospel. He doesn't say, I came to give you riches and give it abundantly. I came to give, give you life. Life. And that life, that vivacity, is seen most pointedly in the joy and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So, if we follow Christ, if we are truly His sheep then more often than not, we will be seeing the fruit of the Holy Spirit ripening on the tree. We will be living a life of joy. It might be a life of struggle. It might be a life of heartache. It might be very difficult in lots of different ways and not what we hope for. But it can be everything that we need for salvation and we can still live that life with joy. Come what may, we can still live the Christian life with joy as long as we stay close to Christ, the Good Shepherd, and live a life of thanksgiving. And that life of thanksgiving, of course, is manifested most in the liturgy, the Eucharist, the thanksgiving offering that we give to God. So, in summary... Think about all the gifts that we have, the freedoms that we have to worship here, and the many opportunities we have to live out our Orthodox life that those of our Antiochian ancestors did not have a hundred years ago. 
And we should thank God for that and never take it for granted. And then also we should stay close to Christ, the Good Shepherd. We should know His voice so that we can live His life. Our life will become His life, as St. Paul says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I live, I live for the Son of God who gave Himself for me. And we can live this life abundantly with joy and peace and love in the Holy Spirit. By the prayers of our Holy Hierarch, Father Raphael, Bishop of Brooklyn, O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Christ is in our midst.